like mm-hmm. a story wrapped I do have music. a funny story. Yeah. You actually? Yeah, I kind of do. Beautiful. Okay. It's not well, music related though. What is it then? Um, it was my second year in high school and it was my leadership program during the summertime. We went to Kentucky. I don't exactly remember which part of Kentucky, but um, while we were in Kentucky, we did white water rafting, canoeing, and uh, some other fun activities. So um, we're on this part of canoeing and we're going to uh, Devil's Kitchen Lake. That's kind of like where's what, what the place was called. Mm-hmm. And um, as we're going there, uh, it's me and the other lifeguard uh, in the canoe behind everybody. Cause I guess like we're like the best like swimmers or whatever out of the whole group. Right. And uh, it's about like probably like five to seven canoes of people in front of us. And right before we get to our uh, landing spot, there was this branch that was like over, that was over the lake. And it had a snake on it on one end, another end it had on the spider. We were like, so which one do you want to go under? Uh, of course we took the spider. What, a, what other <laughs> option? Spiders <laughs> over snakes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, 100% um, all the time. <laughs> really, like, I don't want to get bit by a snake. Right. So um, as we're going under the branch with the spider, uh, both of us accidentally leaned to the same side of the canoe instead of like going to the opposite sides. So we both oh, leaned no. to the right and we fall into the water. I lost uh, like my clothes and stuff. So I had to wear my uh, my friend's tank top. Like we're out there for like three or four days. I was just oh in, there in the tank top, just in the, just in our, uh, in our tents chilling. That's insane. Um, I was in a single person kayak in mm-hmm. Canada. And Ooh. Yeah, same a. thing happened. Well, A. <laughs> what was it? No, we were, I was fine, right? Mm-hmm. I was moving along swimmingly because it's a single person. You're not like riding yeah. in tandem, so you don't have to worry as much. Mm-hmm. But uh, my brother and a couple of our family friends and stuff, three of them, they were in one canoe and they were rowing. They were just, they were doing fine. And then I'm in front of them. All of a sudden, I hear a big splash, turn around, and see all of them in the water. The canoes. Did y'all have all like life over. vests and stuff? Or y'all just, no. or, or y'all just, uh, no? Not even, okay. no. There was like a little island thing. Mm-hmm. And we, I mean, they swam towards it, like dragging the canoe with them, uh, stepped up on it, flipped the canoe. And yeah. then, well, no, we had another canoe with us mm-hmm. which uh two other girls were occupying so they came over and it was a whole thing uh, they took a couple of them you know back in their canoe mm-hmm. and then in this other flipped canoe uh, they had a rope in it i literally tied the rope to my kayak and i was helping them like in tandem we were moving oh. <laughs> i was bringing them back it was so like it, the funniest thing was just hearing that big splash turning around and watching them in the water just unprecedented. Jeez. Being on the water is very fun. Yeah. It really is. Being in the water though, when it's cold and you don't know what the water mm. is, it's that's a whole different ballpark. I don't like cold water. I like a little lukewarm, you know, community pee water. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It's always a nice time when when we're talking or just anything together. Honestly though. Yeah. Right.
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Soundtracks of Our Lives. We're back again. I'm Ryler Martins, your host. And today, we have the lovely Mr. Jay Patterson with here with us. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Jay and I have known each other not a long time. We've only known each other for about, about two years. Yeah. It feels yeah, like it's we, been longer. It really does, mm-hmm. which is... I think it just speaks to our friendship and our vibe. Yeah, honestly. Um, yeah, we met our first day in Colombia. We were roommates in our shared apartment. So, you know, we saw each other a lot over that year. Then the next year, we weren't roommates. Or we were in the same building. We still saw each other a lot. And, you know, every time we've been together, it's just been good times. So before we get started... I'm going to give you the formal chance to introduce yourself to our listeners. So go for it. Hey there, Rylan. Appreciate you a lot. Um, hey, y'all. My name is Jay. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, um, but I grew up in Forest City, Arkansas. And now I'm here at Columbia College, Chicago. Day. Um, I'm a photographer in my third year. Uh, this is my third major. So it's like year after year, I keep changing. <laughs> yeah, you do. I'll stick with this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember your first, I mean, when we first met, your major was audio design and production, same as yep. me. Mm-hmm. Then you changed it to comedy. Comedy. And now it's photography, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, I kind of have a bit of a background. <laughs> Jack of all trades is what they say, right? Yeah. No, but like I said, it's just been history from there. Um, good vibes every time we're together. Every time our group's together, it's just really fun so right now we're gonna jump right into it as you know this is the soundtracks of our lives we're gonna be talking and delving deep into your life and your life experiences through music okay it's basically your life set to the music you were listening to or you were influenced by so we're gonna set the scene yeah perfect we're gonna set the scene you know take me back in time to your earliest memories of music you know, what you were listening to growing up, who influenced you, what influenced you, mm-hmm. and just what the scene was like growing up with the music we were listening to. Okay. So, um, as I mentioned, I grew up in Forest City, Arkansas, mm-hmm. and I uh, spent a lot of time with um, older people. I have kind of an old so I don't really like doing too much. So, um, I would say there, my biggest influence would probably be my grandpa. Um, him and I listening just to old school music, just, you know, just chilling out, just driving on the back dirt roads and, you know, just hanging out, just doing what the guys do. And, um, like Memphis was, is Memphis is very close to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So I guess like the jazz there from Memphis, um, kind of influenced me on the jazz side. I like slow jazz though. Not, not like, uh, high pace or anything. Just not the beat pop stuff, just like yeah. the smooth or slow jazz. Yeah, smooth and slow. Um, and also, my uncle, he played football at Ohio State University. And uh, going there to see the bands, that's what I was interested in during halftime. At the marching band? I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't care anything about the game. I just wanted to see the band. Mm-hmm. And um, just uh, hearing them, like, every weekend, just it's cool. Seeing their uniforms, uh, dotting the eye with the tuba, and stuff like that. Yeah. Very cool. Um I mean, a lot of guests, pretty much all of them that I've had on, 
they talk about what you just said, you know, driving on the road, you're in the backseat or you're in the car. Mm-hmm. And that's where most of our earliest musical memories or taste started developing. Really? Yeah. Because, um, and I say this all the time, it's basically what our parents listen to or what our grandparents listen to. Mm-hmm. That's what started the ball rolling. That's what led to us snowballing into exploring the world of music for ourselves. Yeah. Love it. Were there any other like influences or places that were sort of an influence to your taste as well? Because um, I know places? you talked about, you know, Memphis and the jazz mm-hmm. in Memphis. What about the blues? Because mm-hmm. I know that was a huge thing. The blues in Memphis? Um, no, not really. Not the blues. Just, just more like the jazz part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what about any other influences then? Um, I don't really have any other, but those, those three, just my grandpa and Memphis and then just, uh, college football games. That's it. Really. Very cool. And then talking like later in your life, like a little later, once you Mm -hmm. moved to say St. Louis, Mm -hmm. right. What was it like then? I mean, did it change a lot or was it pretty much? Uh, It did change. (laughs) Uh, it changed because in um, high school, I don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but I have a, I have a theater background. I'm actually a thespian and um, like doing music stuff like that really changed yeah. uh, just my genre of music. I guess I'm more like everywhere now, except okay. just like a couple of genres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What genre? I mean, of course, being a thespian, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're just immersed in all of the show tunes and mm-hmm. everything like that but what else like what other genres did you kind of experience in st louis um believe it or not i would say country music that makes sense yeah i would definitely say country music uh definitely got a hold of me mm-hmm. yeah, was it like just... the older country um or the more Blake sheldon blake sheldon yeah, kind of more well, a little old new school. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Any other genres then? Any other genres? That you were, I mean, that you kind of flipped back and forth because you said you were everywhere. Mm-hmm. So were there any, you know, you found yourself gravitating towards apart from like the musicals and the country and stuff? So with that, I would probably have to say just... Um, not like lyrics and music, but just like the beats in themselves. Cause like in high school, that's when I started like just making beats on the computer at school. Okay. And using GarageBand and just putting like my own uh, beats in my head together just to make whatever I could. Kind of like, I would say like more like hip hop, really hip hop, R&B. Right. Right. Yeah. So like more old school stuff too, just kind of making yeah. beats or finding those like sample, like a little bit of sampling, but mm-hmm. putting that together. Yeah, just, just mix and matching stuff together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that because we did that a couple of times. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, our freshman year in Columbia, too. Yes, we which did. Is, which was really fun. I mean, that was fun because mm-hmm. I think we knocked out a solid song in like mm-hmm. 10 minutes, maybe. And um, we also had a, uh, uh, like a, like a beach show down. It was me. And a couple other people in Matt's uh, apartment one night, we were just uh, yeah. making beats. Yeah. And we were trying to see um, who did what. So 
I remember that. You, I mean, you blew everyone out of the water. Just say. You Just did. Say. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know anyone else who made a beat as, I want to say funky as yours. True. Mm-hmm. Because I can't make beats for shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You can play the guitar, which I can't. Yeah, we all have a little bit of music inside of us, don't we? Yeah. Love it. Um, I was going to ask, do you have any pivotal moments in your life where music played an important role? It could be like a coping mechanism or mm-hmm. it could be an escape if you were going through a rough time or something. So were there any moments like that in your life where you felt music was, you know, a helping hand to help you get through it? I would say during my middle school days in St. Louis, um, I joined a band in elementary school and then like that transition to middle school, I played tuba. And um, I think just getting away from like home life and outside of school life uh, and like just having a tuba like at home, me practicing really just put me in a uh, space of like, okay, this is like my personal space. I get to do what I want here. Right. I get to make as much of my noise as I want to. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. your creative space yeah. and no one could take away from that. Definitely. Were there any others that, you know, you can think of? Cause even the most insignificant moments, mm-hmm. you know, if you set them to music, it could enhance that. I would say my freshman year when I met you during my, uh, second semester um after my mom passed that year when i came to school Mm -hmm. i think just uh like music just i don't know i think like music like soothe the pain like over time as time like unfolded but uh yeah i believe that's like the only other time i can really think of that uh, music helped so talking about your mom's passing just it was basically gradually Mm -hmm. from then on music just helped you claw your way back in a sense yeah, so um, she passed in July of 2018, and we started school in September, and we were yeah. there in August. Mm-hmm. So um, I think like that isolation, like I felt like after that, just like losing like uh, my best friend, and just trying to find different ways um, to cope, like uh, to cope with the loss, honestly. Right. And um, I think like certain songs, like really like help me like release like the pain like emotions that mm-hmm. that I have absolutely do you know what those songs were do you have like specific songs that would take you away from that pain or like you know help ease it it would be some of the songs that I listened to with my mom okay. uh it would be loose as a goose by Lil Boosie I know that's kind of weird like out the park but it's all right <laughs> and um watch my shoes by Lil Wayne that would be those two yeah yeah, that's, those are two interesting choices, but I love it. Yeah. Music is that, um, is that thriving force behind yeah. all aspects of life, you know, like no matter how good of a day you're having or how bad of a day you're having mm-hmm. music, just either like switches the tone around in the mm-hmm. case of a bad day. Um, like it can turn your outlook to be more optimistic. Mm-hmm. And if you're having a good day, you know, it just enhances that. It really does. Especially like walking like throughout the city during those times. I was listening to lo-fi beats like on Spotify. It's yeah. just like, yeah, just like regular beach. It's like, it, it just goes with the flow of Chicago and just um, 
I feel like that's like the type of music that like you can like think through instead of like music like with lyrics where you have to like listen to the right. person or you're not really paying attention to what's going around. I feel yeah. like lo-fi beats also like really helped. Right. And I mean, it's the same thing with jazz. It's all yeah. instrumental music. Mm-hmm. You know, it really gets you in that headspace. It, mm-hmm. You can either clear your thoughts to it or you can, you know, start thinking and start producing or creating or something with that kind of music backing you. Um, wow, we're moving through this quick. I didn't expect that. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so we talked about your past from, you know, your days in Arkansas with your earliest mm-hmm. memories of music to your move to St. Louis mm-hmm. and all the different genres and styles that you experienced while you were in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And then... I want to move into the now. So, you know, being in Chicago and um, also being in St. Louis, how has your taste changed or has it changed at all? Did you add more stuff in? Did you take stuff out or pretty much how, like your evolution from the past to the present? I think with that, my evolution from the past to the present is just, I think it happened like as time grew. Like I changed as a different person mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like I've taken out like a lot of stuff because like in St. Louis, like, I mean, it's not, it's not really a good place to be at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a, I mean, like in the music, of course, like what you see nowadays, like money, sex, drugs, it's like repeated over and over again. Right. Um, I think as, as I'm getting older, I, I didn't really like it. I was like, I was younger, but like, I feel like as my friends like liked it, like I liked it. So I right. think now is like I'm more like independent in my choices of like what I make and like what I like and dislike. Mm-hmm. So I think now it's more it's like I'm watching like what is being said in the songs for me to like it or to not like it. Right. And um, it definitely has to go off like the beat of the song if I'm like vibing with it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's changed in the way that before you would focus on the music instead of mm-hmm. the lyrics and now the lyrics have a bigger impact yeah. on the music for you. Because mm-hmm. when I was younger, I didn't know what they were saying in the music. I just, right. I just went along I mean, with none, it. none yeah. of us did. We would sing along to them, like to the songs, not knowing what they meant. Yeah. And no one stopped us, so we would keep doing it. Not at all. But now we're listening to it, and mm-hmm. we're like, why? why exactly. It's like, it? and I said this, so it's Exactly. It's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that works into your thoughts on the current musical landscape. So, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about the music industry now and the music that's being produced and put out now, mm-hmm. um, what do you like about it? What do you think should improve mm-hmm. it? Um, basically, I want to get your thoughts on where you think music is headed and where you would like to see it go into the future. That's a very interesting question, as you ask. <laughs> um, I think, like, I'm an old head with, like, most things, because, like, uh, I've been raised by my grandparents uh, mainly, mm-hmm. and I think music nowadays is terrible. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, like, there are some songs that's, like, good or whatnot. Right, there are some but, hidden gems. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, like, with kids growing up nowadays in 2020 where we have to wear masks face masks everywhere whatever Mm -hmm. it's just that like if you keep feeding the kids 
over and over again, sex, money, drugs, sex, money, drugs, and I give them anything else, then what are they actually being influenced by? Like, what are their own separate goals besides what are their favorite rappers doing? What are their favorite artists doing or whoever? Um, I feel like older music, uh, old school music is way better than it is than, than now. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get me wrong, like, uh, there are musical geniuses now. And the way like they construct like their songs to make it flow, um, I feel like rappers now can't have the same amount of song time as they did back then. So like back then, we'll say like a Marvin Gaye song is like what like four or five minutes, but now it's like two minutes thirty seconds. Right. I feel like they the quality, yeah, they restrict it, and I feel like the quality is gone. But I feel like people are focused on the quantity of how much money they can make. Or if I put out this many songs in this amount of months and, and whatever, I think it's like now it's like everything's based off of what we said before, sex, money, drugs. So and like I mean, back, that's yeah. a very interesting point you make, because you're right, we do keep, I mean, especially now, that's all we keep feeding, mm-hmm. like not only youth, but just society in general yeah. mm-hmm. it's just songs about sex money and drugs mm-hmm. and it's really funny to think about how we talk about that so much in our music but when it comes to actually talking about it we mm-hmm. don't do it yeah nobody wants to, to talk like, about shy it shy away from the subject mm-hmm. we're like sex what's that exactly yeah. but then you hear the songs and you're mm-hmm. like and kids are like just rolling it off their tongue like it's abc's Exactly. It, I mean, it's a terrible situation we're in, mm-hmm. with, especially with just that kind of music now. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love that you brought up, you know, the timings and like the actual timing of songs because uh, you're right. I mean, a lot of songs back in the 90s, back in the 80s, a lot of them on average would be about, you know, four to six minutes. Yeah. Like they were long, mm-hmm. but now everyone's focused more on you know, radio play and mm-hmm. how many streams you can get, which correlates to how much money you can get yep. per stream and everything. That's why songs are shorter and shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. And I love that idea of quality versus quantity. Yeah. Because it's definitely true and it's definitely prevalent in society today. It really is. I wanted to ask, um, do you have any artists or hidden gems of songs that break that mold that don't do that right now and that you can really appreciate and listen to? Hmm. Uh, I would probably say classical music because um, when I was an um, ADP major, I took a course called uh, Music Through the Ages from R&B to Chant. And um, I would like come home in our dorm and just like listen to like classical music, like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think it's probably just because mainly because it's different than music that is now. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like people can kind of like relate to classical music. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just something about classical music that, that like just makes like everybody wants to like bop their head to. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a mesmerizing, like chanting music, if, if, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It was really funny because you said, classical music is something you can bob your head to yeah. and i've never heard classical music being described that way okay. but but i mean the more i think about it now mm-hmm. you're kind of right because you yeah. think about it 
you know, you're closing your eyes, you're listening to it, and you're just like just going along gently with the... exactly just like going along with the music yeah god you're right that is that is really interesting it's, it's something take, different yeah it is your take on all this is i mean we've known each other for so long but mm-hmm. music isn't one of the things we've talked about yeah not really really connected over because for the most part i would stick to my music like we lived in the same dorm mm-hmm. you would make beats like sometime or another mm-hmm. uh, once in a while mm-hmm. and you know you'd hear me playing guitar once in a while and everything but we never really connected as much through music not really and i feel like this is the perfect platform where we get to do that and i'm glad we did that on this podcast because yeah i mean what better way to bring two people closer together than through music right really i love it and I know you've prepared a list, yes. right? Yes, of, I have. <laughs> yeah, so you prepared a list of 10 songs you can't live without. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go through these songs and okay. you know, we'll just talk about pretty much why you chose them. Mm-hmm. If there's a memory attached to them, how did that impact your choice and everything? So if you want to kick it off. So <clears throat> number one. Uh, Becky G, uh, her song uh, "Shower." Okay. Have you heard of that? I have not. You have not? Okay. I have not. Okay. Um, my next song would be from my grandpa. These next two are Johnny Taylor, "Last Two Dollars." That's okay. like favorite all time. Mm-hmm. And then number three, also from my grandpa, Blake Shelton, "Boys Around Here," uh, country. That's right a great there. song. Yeah, that would definitely be yeah. number one on my road trip. Ooh, um, wonderful. Um, yeah. I mean, was there any, like, memory associated with that, then, if you're thinking about road trips? Um, Blake Shelton? Yeah. I think, like, with my friends, I can always get them to bop to Blake Shelton once I start, like, singing it. And they're like, oh, shit, this man knows what, like, the song. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I know every lyric. So Very it's nice. kind of funny, like, seeing, like, a Black person know country music like that. Very cool. That song is really good. I actually... People wouldn't mm-hmm. assume that about me, but I do like country music as well. Ah, like yes. a little bit. I mean, like I'll play it down. I definitely mm-hmm. will play it down. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll say I won't like it, but mm-hmm. there are some songs that, you know, just get me right there. Yes. And that oh. is one of them, actually. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Very nice you brought that up. Oh, my next one. <laughs> my Espanol is a little bad, but... Uh... Los Tucanes de, de Tejoya, song called um, La Chona. And that's a song I used to play uh, <laughs> my first year working at the Home Depot. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's what I used to play every time I uh, go into work. Wonderful. Yeah. So you were like stacking boxes and stuff and just listening to that? Yeah, just listening to Mexican music. I, I actually have a Mexican playlist. So I love it. Spanish music and Mexican music in mm-hmm. general. I mean, they got some bops. Yeah, they really, they really do. One hundred percent. Um, next one is "Mary, Mary, God and Me." Um, that was one of the songs I had put on. Um, how do I phrase this? Okay, so basically, it's one of the songs that um I played at my mom's wake. That was one of the songs that I chose. 
Okay. And I think, uh, I mean, like, it's like a bop in general. And I was trying to, like, lighten the mood. Besides, like, obviously, you know, with that. Right. But I was trying to, yeah, just lighten the mood and, like, get everybody, like, uh, happy times, really. Right. It was more of a celebration of life yeah. than a grievance. Yeah. Love that. Um, I'm into Christian rap. So this mm-hmm. one is, uh, uh, his name is No Big Deal. And the name of the song is Sticks, all caps. Okay. And, um... I'm a I'm a 2K gamer, so I had to put a 2K yeah. uh, song down. Yeah, um, artist is a uh, 1K Pew, uh, and the name is We Did It. Very cool. Uh, the other one, Frank Ocean, Sweet Life. Gotta love that. Gotta love Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with Frank Ocean. I didn't know who Frank Ocean was until I listened to this song. That's so sick. I listened to Swim Good. That was my introduction to Frank Ocean, okay. which is a beautiful song. Okay. And yeah, just, you know, started going down the rabbit hole on that one. <laughs> but it was, I mean, that was a good rabbit hole. It was yeah. really cool. I love Frank Ocean now. He's good. He's very mm-hmm. solid. Yeah. Um, next one is um, artist named Anderson Pack, uh, song oh, Cheers. Nice. Um, can't go wrong with Anderson Pack either. Yes. <laughs> you really can't because he, like, I love him. He blends that hip hop rap mm-hmm. with a lot of jazz, blues, and like different older influences. He blends them so seamlessly. It's like, oh, it's like I didn't know he could do this, and it's, it's exactly. It's yeah. Plus, he plays drums and and raps at the same time, and you're like, how is this man this talented? Really, just gifted. Exactly. And um, last song is by my favorite artist, J. Cole, No Role Models. J. Cole? Mm-hmm. So, like, how did you get into J. Cole? And J. Cole? Um, honestly, really don't know. I feel like uh, like I heard a couple of his songs, like, on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, who is this guy? And then um, I searched up his name, J. Cole. And then I think, like, from there, like, I, I started to be, like, a little fanboy after that. Yeah. Again, down the rabbit hole. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I feel that's us with a lot of different music anyway, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you find a song that you like, you look at the artist, see what else they've done, Mm -hmm. see who they influenced or what influenced them or artists that are similar, listen to their stuff. And before you know it, you have like a solid, you know, one to 200 songs. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I do want to go back. You said you liked Christian rap. Mm-hmm. And I've known you to be a very Christian person and a very evangelical person. Mm-hmm. How has that influenced your music? Oh, I think um, that's probably where I would rather go to like, listen to music than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, just based off like um, all the songs are like uplifting, influencing it's really like no negatives behind it. Like in Christian music, you have like different kinds of genres. So it's like, you can't just go to one without like looking at the other. Right. So yeah, right. I think it's, it all falls under that blanket of praise and worship. Yeah. But it's so many different styles of music. Mm-hmm. And they're all good. And I think like and artists uh, nowadays, both uh, female and male, they're both great. Mm-hmm. So very cool.
So, I mean, we talked about pretty much all I wanted to talk about. We delved right into your past, mm-hmm. um, your days in Arkansas, your days in St. Louis, and then moving to Chicago for school yep. and everything musically related that you experienced along the way. Mm-hmm. So right now, I'm going to take you on the emotional roller coaster. 11 questions and 11 answers. Are you ready for the ride? Uh, sure. Go on at me. See what I got. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So we'll move right into number one. Your favorite current artist? Uh, J. Cole. J. Cole? Yeah. Very cool. Uh, straight into number two then. Your favorite artist or from the past? Artists from the past have to be MJ, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, MJ, uh, when I got my first um, iPod, MJ was like all that I had downloaded. Just all yeah. the albums? Yeah, just, yeah, everything. MJ, MJ, MJ. Love it. What's the best MJ album? The best MJ album? In your opinion. Jeez, why yet? <laughs> I had to is say it, It's hard, isn't it? It's hard. <laughs> Jeez, man. No, I, I can't decide. <laughs> No. Okay, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I won't make you push any further. Please, no, that is don't. That is a Please. difficult question. I have been pondering that my whole Jeez. life. Oh, I would say I like younger MJ than older MJ. Okay, so like back in like Jackson 5? Right MJ? after, uh, yeah, right after Jackson 5. Basically like mm-hmm. the string of albums like off the wall, Thriller, Bad, in a sense. Yeah. Like those three albums. Mm-hmm. I, I can cover that. I mean, that was this like quintessential MJ phase, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Move French number three, then. The last concert you've been to and your favorite concert? Uh, the last concert I went to was my freshman year, um, Pivot Gang. They were okay. I didn't know who they were. Um, you know Corbin, right? Yeah, uh, he won uh, free tickets, and me and our friend, um, Ella Tag Along, and um, that was my first mosh pit that I uh, that I went to, and I loved it a lot. Nice. I can't wait to go back to another one. Right. Probably in a couple of years when yeah, COVID is Miss Ron yeah. is gone. Once but, it's safe, <laughs> once it's safe, I have so much money invested in concerts right now. It's unbelievable. You've like, been to a few, haven't you? Well, I've been to quite a bit. <laughs> But I mean, I no, I bought so many concert tickets, mm-hmm. you know, last year for this year, but everything got oh, postponed. Okay. So now everything's mm-hmm. happening I mean, next yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Let's see if it's happening next year too. I don't even know. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Favorite concert wait. would be my first concert, <laughs> Demi Lovato. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Demi Lovato's voice is just... Especially back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, my grandma took me. It was me, uh, a few of my cousins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How was that show? I mean... Um, It was good. I remember uh, we, we were kind of far, but like still close enough to like see somebody on stage. Okay. Um, so I was, uh, I was probably like elementary, middle school, like that transition between there. Okay, very yeah, cool. That's when I went. And then we'll go into number four. One artist you could bring back from the dead. Who would it be? Who would it be? I would like to see James Brown to see what he would do in this day and age. Yes, hell yes. 
Oh, yeah. James Brown. <laughs> Just him performing now. Yeah, I think I think that would be something to see. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Like imagine we get to see James Brown in his prime yeah. again, right? Like at his peak. Just with the dance oh. moves and the voice. And, Jeez, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm gonna cry. That's that's really sad. <laughs> I, I, dude, I love James Brown. He is just. I mean, he's called the Godfather of Soul for a reason. Oh, for yes, for a reason. <laughs> oh yeah. Wonderful. Going to number five, then the number one song on your road trip playlist. Blake Shelton, boys, around here. Yeah. Gotta absolutely. have it. Gotta have it. Yeah, that's a, that's a must listen, mm-hmm. isn't it? Definitely is. And then number six, your least preferred genre or style of music. I know you might hate me after this, but it has to be metal or anything rock. I, I just, I'm sorry, I can't get it. I can't no, get listen, it. I don't hate you because, <laughs> I mean, like you, I listen to everything, yeah. right? Probably more everything than anyone because mm-hmm. I'll... You've you kind of heard what I listened to. Yes, You've heard I have. Listen to everything from metal to. I might have played like a couple of country songs for you, a couple of folk songs. Mm-hmm. I've listened to hip hop and rap around you too. So yeah, you've heard you've heard almost everything I've listened to. Yeah. So I'm. I mean, I totally get that, right? Because they're all certain niches, and mm-hmm. everyone has their own taste. So everyone's really? yeah. entitled to their own. And then number seven, a song that can make you cry instantly or just like hit you in the feels. Hit me in the feels? I would probably say my number one on my top 10, Becky G Shower, because that was uh, my summer 2016 song. That was the summer when I went away for the first time, like really, uh, really away from home. Uh, I was away for like a month um during a summer camp and uh we stayed out like in like the woods part and that was a song that came on repeatedly that summer so i think like that song like bonds with that summer and brings me back just right yeah just the memories of yeah just summer at camp and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent. wait you say that song made you like just hit you in the fields and made you cry instantly yeah (laughs) I, i didn't even catch that that's actually very interesting yeah, I mean, I'll I'll take it. It kind of gets me like emotional as soon as like I hear like. Oh, the okay. Intro, so it's... emotional because of the memories. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I get that definitely. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side, number eight, a song that you can't stop dancing to or just makes you feel immense joy or happiness while listening to it. Uh, I would say a song that I have on my. Playlist now will probably be "What's Popping" by Jack Harlow. It's kind of it's kind of a little a little beat that I like to get down to. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. nice. I mean, there are a lot of beats that we yeah. like to get down. So- to. <laughs> we we created beats that we could get down to. Yes, we did. Yeah, that was fun. That was just the greatest time, though. It was. Like, that was just fun. I remember you came in. You were trying to make these beats and stuff. I could hear you on the iPad just like going at it. And then and you helped me you like create a lot of them. You really did. You I were did like, not. If you add this, take this out or take this out and add this. Yes, you really did. No way. I probably helped you with timing because I think that's all I did. But I don't think I helped you that much. It was all you. You did. You no, you were. 
Saba, you were the mastermind behind no, it. No, you helped me. You helped me. I helped you, but you were the mastermind. Okay. Yeah, you were the mastermind. Oh All my right. God, stop. <laughs> stop it. All right. Um, moving to number nine then. Okay. Your favorite movie soundtrack and movie score. Um, I think for both soundtrack and score would definitely have to be Black Panther, especially like uh, when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I've never seen anything like that. I've I've never like gotten like really into movies, but like that movie was like, oh, everybody has to see this. Everybody has to see it. Right. So then when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is very nice. And then like the setup of everything, uh, different characters have and like their own like specific music was really cool. Because uh, I never really paid attention to that, really, in any movie besides mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, that movie in itself was a cultural phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't say enough about that movie. Black Panther was it. Rest in peace, King T'Challa, by the way. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's so sad. He was, what, 43 years old? I know, right? 43 so young. years old. Oof. All right. Yeah, we'll move on to number 10 then. Okay. Your favorite era of music. So it could be a favorite decade mm-hmm. or, you know, a favorite couple years where you thought music was at its peak, like at its golden age. Mm-hmm. I would say 90s to 2000s, like hip hop and R&B. So like yeah. basically all the old school stuff. Yeah, all the old schools and early 2000s not anything like mid or like now definitely (laughs) early 2000s okay i did want to ask were you more of an east coast hip-hop and rap or west coast hip-hop and rap guy see i think with that like on two sides like i wasn't really uh like dominant on either side i was really listening to music that like people showed me and like if they so happened to be on the east coast and they were west coast and they were so Mm -hmm. i don't really have like a favorite really i mean i'll take that i've like, I think all of us have experienced both mm-hmm. sides of it. Like, yeah. both the hip-hop and rap on both coasts. Mm-hmm. Even in the Midwest, you know, it came in a little bit later, but it was still yeah. a shift. And then move on to number 11. And I know you're undecided on this, but, you know, just pick one. Okay. Honestly. Your greatest album. So something that, you know, you can listen to front to back mm-hmm. without skipping any of the songs like you'll never get tired of this album it's either really powerful or it just brings back a lot of memories so what would that album be um probably mj who's bad because i had like a poster like of him uh when i was a kid and um, i don't know waking up and seeing mj like he's like all black with like the you know mj the leather and stuff yeah the leather and it's just like oh i'm bad (laughs) <laughs> right i mean because yeah yeah i mean you think about off the wall and thriller he had the suits mm-hmm. right he had the black tuxedo and mm-hmm. then the white suit and everything and this one is just i mean it's, it's just, just a whole like 180 yeah it's just like a bad boy of mj so right and the songs reflected that too yeah like, they were good songs yeah with that we have reached the end of the soundtracks of our lives how Jeez. do you feel um I feel good. Some of those uh, questions were a little bit undecided, but I had to <laughs> I had to narrow some down. But, yeah, you uh, went yeah. through your gut though, so. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Oh my God, no, yeah, thank you for being here. This meant the world to me because 
again, we haven't talked about music as much, bonded over music as much as I mm-hmm. have some of our other friends, but just the chance to do this and basically connect more and bond more with you through music was really powerful and really like I felt it. It was great. Great. It was great talking about music with you. Love it. And then right before we actually part ways here, I'm going to roll out the red carpet for you. See if you have anything to promote or share anything Mm -hmm. going on with you. This is your time. Just go for it. Shoot. Okay. Oh, well, since I'm a, uh, I'm a photographer and um, hit me on my Instagram. Although right now I am taking a social media break for uh, just this week for right now until okay. like, I feel like another week I'll probably do another one. Mm-hmm. But for right now, I'm just taking a social media break. Uh, my uh, handle is T-H-E-E-D-D-O-G-F-A-T-H-A. So. Awesome. Yeah, I'll have your tag up in the descriptions. Okay. Well. Two E's, double G. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this, this is my friend, Jay. I love him very much. Love you um, too, Rylan. <laughs> and we have reached the end of the soundtrack of our lives. Thank you again so much for being on here. This was a blast. You know, very enlightening. I learned a lot more about you than I knew. Yeah. So I love it. And to all our listeners as well. Thank you so much for listening and supporting this podcast. Again, you don't know how much it means to me. It means more than the world. If you're listening to this on Spotify, you know, give it a like, give it a follow. If you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. Leave us a review too if you feel so inclined. I would love to hear what you have to say. And that's about it. That's all I have for you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye, Jay. Bye. <laughs> I love you, this was fun. Love you too, man. I'll talk to you later.